All right, welcome to another episode of the Hot Grits Podcast, episode 14 of HGP. I'm Travis Jadon. Here with me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. We got a shit ton to talk about. Spenny, tell them what what those things are. Hell yeah, Trav. We got a dual episode today. We got a preview of the match, Tiger Phil, Tom, and Peyton, uh, that's coming up this weekend. And then we got a recap of what has become one of my favorite documentaries of all time, The Last Dance. Uh, We're talking MJ Pizzagate, Reggie Miller coming off as a friggin' weirdo. Uh, but first, dude, is Ramad Rashad your least favorite reporter of all time now? Yeah. The Last yeah. Dance was awesome, and that's like, he come, Ahmad Rashad, of all people, came off. I don't know why, but I'm so turned off by Ahmad Rashad now. That was the biggest loser move of all time. Yeah. And, and like, I never was into, like, I guess his shtick, but I think that was because it was slightly before our time, like, it, you know, his prime. Like, yeah. But I remember Ahmad Rashad was everywhere in the NBA. I did not realize that he was putting his feet up on the table uh, pregame with Michael Jordan, like hours before he's covering the game as a reporter. It's, it's Dude, weird. I always thought of Ahmad Rashad as that cool, like confident, you know, strong yeah. black man. Makes and his own rules. Yeah, he's his own man. And this guy's in the freaking pregame locker room with Michael Jordan saying, what was his quote? He was like trying to be a poet. He was like... Uh, Oh, some some can, yeah. some can't. Yeah, some can, some can't. And Michael was like, what's that? What'd you say? Yeah. It's like, I just said, uh... Yeah, dude. All I said was... I, I thought he was going to be like, somebody get this fucking guy out of here. But he, he turns around and he's like, uh, don't you... You're not ordered to talk to Scott Burrell. He gives orders to a modern shot. I ordered you not to talk to Scotty Burrell and then laugh. Yeah. He does not make his own rules. He plays Michael no, yeah, Jordan, dude. This, this fucking Fuck a modern well, shot. Speaking, if speaking he's listening... That. Who's your so Ahmad Rashad? We're we're uh, unanimous is the biggest loser in this. Who's your biggest winner? Yeah, we're talking. I mean, probably the dude from Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut guy. I can't because I can't escape the can't 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 can't. I can't I can't escape uh, the pizza the the food poisoning. It's like that 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 whole story has like. I don't know. It's just basically captured all of my attention. So like episode nine and 10 just became all about food poisoning for me. And I just had so many questions about it. Like the, you know, people listening by now, obviously know the story. If you haven't, like you shouldn't be listening to a a recap of the last dance. Exactly. uh, So I'm not going to explain the story, but the, the weirder parts of it, we can explain like, uh, what what stuck out for you? Cause I got a list of them. Okay. So, just question right off, the, like, right off rip. His his best friend got Glover. He he says I peeked out my head and I saw four or five guys. First off, no, you didn't. I don't believe that. So the number, okay. So the number of number guys, of guys already in question. You don't if you're gonna, uh, you know, commit a high crime like this and give someone intentional food poisoning. You don't bring five bros to the party <laughs> to drop off one pizza at ten thirty like on a Tuesday in Utah. <laughs> Why um, do you lie? Uh, why Why on earth would a delivery person come all the way to the door for Michael Jordan? Are you telling me that none of these chumps, his, uh, you know... They, his, they made it all the way to the why door? Why isn't Ahmad Rashad down there yeah. collecting the, the pizza and delivering it to the door himself? Where the hell is bodyguard Ahmad Rashad at? That's, uh, some of the shit that's come out of it, though, since, like, all these people had these crazy takes and... I, well, I say crazy. Whatever the truth is, that too is crazy as shit. 
Yeah. So, so even the ones that aren't true, such as, does Michael Jordan spit on his own food so no one else can have it? That has been going around, and that is potentially one of the ways that he gave himself somehow food poisoning because he was sick, and then by spitting on the pizza and then eating it, uh, people said that he would spit on his pizza so no one else could eat any of it. Like, I hope he's not doing that in these uncertain times. If that, oh, well, well played, timely, timely Welcome. move. Unfortunately, this documentary was about a season from 20 years ago. Yeah, I know, but still. Listen, if you're, going, if you're going to tell me that Michael Jordan does anything to food ever, spitting on it so no one else can have it, like, I immediately buy that. <laughs> Do you have any problem believing that? <laughs> that? No, that's the one thing out of Michael Jordan's mouth about that night that I do believe. I believe he spits on all his food. Just like Hawk's a big-ass Michael Jordan goat-sized loogie and so what all we over his extra pepperoni. Like, my thing is, if Michael Jordan, like, clearly he has say in this documentary, he could have kept any of this out, or he, he, you know, he intentionally included stuff including calculated stories, and including this one. He and two other men, and nobody else, nobody else in the entire world has any way to confirm it, except for ex-Pizza Hut guy. Uh, and even their stories aren't straight. So why couldn't Michael Jordan just leave this as the flu game? Why did he have to come out and say, what's exactly. his goal? And I just don't, like, it's, it's so not more strange. legendary now. Like, I, I don't think it's less... Legend. I think I think he was sick. So who really gives a shit why he was sick? That's kind of my whole thing. But I didn't expect all these like Twilight Zone stories to be coming out about that that Utah pizza that fateful night. It's insane. And exactly, you almost could just leave Michael Jordan's legend alone. It was fine before this. Although he has come out as the big winner in my mind because of this documentary, and it was such a smash hit. I mean, even my mom watched it. But. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it even, we'll it, it almost in a second, like, it, it changed my mind, I think, I, and I was, like, yeah. teetering, 50-50 LeBron, MJ, best of all time, and I, I was think still, a lot of, I think a lot of people our age were. I'm willing to be, have my mind changed at any, on any day, but, going forward, but right now, I, I, like, I think I would say Michael, and I would switch it, only because of this documentary. If a and, LeBron documentary comes out next week, do you think that sways your opinion back? We well, try not to be slaves in the moment. It might lower, we always talk about that shit. But. We always do, but it might lower my opinion of LeBron because I don't know how LeBron's career is going to look when dudes are looking back. Think about it when, when uh, uh, you know, That's right. a I mean, kid 20 in, years from now goes back and, and looks at this league right now. They're going to think Jimmy Harden is the greatest player to ever walk. Uh, Giannis, I mean, they're going to look at the numbers and wonder. I mean, LeBron's numbers are going to speak for themselves as well, yeah. obviously. Like... Those are, you know, once-in-a-generation numbers. But, like, I don't know how his career off the court is going to look. And it, I don't think it would look great, LeBron's, in a, in a documentary like this. Not ten episodes. Now, he would certainly he definitely, sign up for it. If he, he definitely doesn't have the drama surrounding him that, that Jordan did. But to me, it almost comes out like... Jordan's trying to settle the score with so many people. Well, it, dude, So was, many people. This was semi-calculated... And semi-targeting LeBron, that's why I was surprised. And I asked, and I put it in our show notes, like, was LeBron, did I miss something? Was LeBron James interviewed? No, he was not. They interviewed a billion people for this thing. Justin Timberlake got played on the Michael Jordan documentary. Not just, just Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, and we're not going to, I'm talking about a sit-down interview. Uh, Oh, yeah. Timberlake was still, I forgot about that. uh, Barack Obama? 
And you're not going to include LeBron James? Like, you're not going to wonder what LeBron, LeBron thinks of Michael? Michael James. And that's they, so strange to me. Why somehow, wouldn't they give LeBron a chance to... They somehow included... They somehow included Kobe, and I'm assuming all this was recorded long before... The actual the footage. footage, yeah. yeah. But like, you think they threw all that Kobe stuff in <clears throat> after his death? I think that it, it was definitely more hyped at, because he died, and they angled it after the fact. But that was going to be there regardless, because that story was still true. Like that that All Star Game story about it's, Kobe asking him. It's about so that. it's so strange to me though that not to cut you off, but it's no, so strange I mean, to me strange to me though that he has so many issues with so many people and there's so many people saying he's a liar and he's calling them a liar at some point in this documentary i think we can both agree michael jordan has lied about something oh yeah right i mean what time did he get back from atlantic city that's right. a no-brainer like you didn't play that one right you can't right. you cannot claim the gambling thing in general just i think he kind of owned up to that like i mean I, again like all it would take is a simple google search if you even before Last Dance, Michael Jordan's gambling habits, uh, or as he would call them, his competitive habits, um, that wasn't like hidden news. You know what right. I mean? Like that was anyone that was willing to do a little research on their own could find that out. I think if Michael Jordan wanted to do something, anything in life, he was probably going to be the goat at it because my man can debate, dude. He can spin a narrative like no other person. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And uh, another person that's super good at that is Reggie Miller. Dude. Who, to me, comes off like such... Uh, and I... Look, I'm still... I like Reggie Miller still. But this guy's a... Like a legitimate dweeb. Uh, why is... Why does he call Michael Black Jesus? You know, he is a weirdo. And I love Reggie Miller. The documentary is the opposite of things that Jesus of Nazareth would do. He would not go to Atlantic City think- and gamble. He would not drink... All the time, he would not smoke cigars all the time, and he would not cut off other human beings from his life. Like, he would not target other humans. Like, this is not black Jesus. What are we talking about? And it just, Reggie Miller, you don't have the ability to just coin black Jesus and give it to... Very strange. I don't know why I'm so triggered by that. That pisses me off. Also, important question here. Is Reggie Miller a Republican? Well, it depends. If you ask you... Then yeah, obviously he's a Republican. Yeah, he seems he he seems to lean a little to the right. And you obviously care off. a great deal about it. I do, it. but uh, not great content. I'll okay. say that. All right, fair. Anyways, the thing about Reggie Miller is obviously you know that I love Reggie. He was on my uh, all-time favorite players list. You know, episode what was that four? Episode four, I think. You think he pushed off? No, I didn't. I think I think uh, I, he's a push off, but it's a little bit. But it should have been the, called by the rules of the day. And fuck no. Today, absolutely. You cannot call that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan goes flailing away. Like, bro, what are you defending over there on the opposite shoulder? Uh, you're, you think Reggie's going to yeah. fade to the opposite? You exactly. think he's not going to go toward the ball? Really strange. And I just love... No the, mention of that. They didn't talk about that. I just love the contrast of Reggie Miller, this light-skinned, like, kind of dweebish guy, like you said. Him jumping up in the air after he made the shot, like doing this, you know, flailing his arms and stuff yeah. was so weird. I love the contrast that that guy, that was the dude that was able to go back at Michael Jordan and have some success and showed no fear towards this motherfucker because everybody else just got ate alive. But Reggie, Reggie, and he said in the documentary, he thinks that they were, were a better team. He still thinks that to this day. 
And they had a squad, dude. I know they were good, but it's like, you're going to say all this shit and you're going to like, dan- at the end of the day, what you became was another name on the list that fell to Michael Jordan. It's like, yeah. dude, you need to kind of fall in line. Yeah. And real, like, you didn't do it. Man, you hate Reggie Miller. No, I like Reggie Miller. I'm saying like, you, they're not the Pistons. They're yeah. Not the, I mean, they not, didn't knock them down. That's not that's, who they were. Sure. Like, they were close. But that's not who the, the no. We don't remember the Pacers that way. Yeah, I mean, we remember them as like a solid well, team. When I was watching that documentary, it was. I mean, I knew the results ahead of time, but they made it seem like the Pacers were the biggest foe in right. that. And looking back, like if the Knicks weren't the Knicks, uh, they could have won. Man. They could have won. Jeez, man. What? Just if you're a Knicks fan, you were already ready to jump off a cliff before this documentary came out. Oh my god! Now you're on suicide watch, dude. And like, like Isaiah, what if Isaiah Thomas was your all-time favorite player? Oh, you just don't watch after like episode six, dude. Like, <laughs> don't come back, dude. Michael Jordan they, probably sends you. They buried them, dude. Yeah. I mean, John Starks is somewhere just like apologizing to his children for how his life played out. Well, no one else is getting any airtime after uh, this documentary except for Horace Grant. Uh, I could not care less. Have you seen all this with is yeah. Horace Grant? Who I don't give a shit if Horace Grant was the leak. Horace Grant cares a great deal about it. He's going on a media frenzy. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. He's dude. giving an interview to anyone that asks. Horace Grant is... You is, better believe that Michael's going to have something to say about it, too, though. But like, it's like, dude, the general public, like, you, Horace, it's over, bro. Yeah. Like, our mind is made up. I don't think he's trying to... I don't think he's trying to sway... Mine and yours mind at all. I think he's literally talking directly to Michael through the media. I think that's all that is. Well, it's like Michael Jordan did reply, and his words. The only quotation I got whenever I whenever I googled that was Michael Jordan just said lies, 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 and more lies. That's the like exact quote. You can Google that. But it was all about that specific incident. Yeah. About Horace Grant being like very strange. So these guys are so. What Grant is saying is like he had ten episodes. And obviously, he's going to be fixated on the stuff that involves him, for sure. But, dude, like, out of all this stuff, I mean, I, you want to know how much more I care about what toppings were on that pizza than what if Horace Grant was the leak? Like, it ain't even comparable which one I care about more. I really want to know if it was, like, a thin crust pizza or not. <laughs> it was a thin crust pizza. That is confirmed. Did Horace Grant wore goggles, didn't he? He did. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. And that's what he should have been talking about. He should have been like, I can't believe, you know how Scotty was real pissed about how he portrayed? What do you think Scotty Pippen had for dinner that night uh, when Michael Jordan had the pizza? I'm thinking it's got to be like a chef salad or something. I don't know. It's the safest, uh, whatever the safest place is. It definitely wasn't uh, delivered by five guys in the middle of the night at his door. Did Scotty Pippen to you in this documentary come off exactly the way you've always. He talks, the, he talks the exact same way he He's always just like has. a dude with cool voice, like really fucking good player. Yeah, chill as fuck. Sidekick to MJ. Yep. Like that's forever on the back of the baseball card, dude. Like, and you can tell that just bothers him so bad. Like he accepts it in one, in one sentence, but at the same time you can tell. It's like he lets all these things that like most people would not let fly. Yeah. Fly, and then he won't go in to inbound the like, and then he puts his foot down on the weirdest things. So strange. But then he smiles and starts talking. You're like, damn. He kind of sounds like like a more refined Cookie Monster. <laughs> you know, dude, that smile is second only 
to Magic Johnson in the entire uh, documentary. That smile is on point, dude. He's got some pearls. Magic Johnson, his- dude. Like now, the only thing I'm thinking about now is AIDS. It happens every time. I say Magic Johnson, you say AIDS. AIDS. Yeah, I'm thinking AIDS. Okay. Yeah, definitely uh, sexually transmitted diseases mm-hmm. of some sort. Um, it's beaten. Up. What's What's wild is that Steve Kerr replaced John Paxton. You want to oh, talk shit, about? Man. You want to talk about the most? No, who else was in consideration for that role? Danny Ainge, probably. Uh, other white guys who wore John Stockton. Was Stockton had too much uh, chest hair. Too, he had too much prestige. My, my guy, John Stockton, comes off as also the, the second most competitive in, person in the world during this. I mean. Yeah, he was just, dude. John Stockton. This guy. never want to be amazed. John Stockton had so many assists. He had so many assists. He was getting like 12, 15 assists every, every single, single night game, for like almost 15 years. He it's played absurd. until he was 41 years old, I believe. 41 years old. He is all of like what five eleven. He's not tall. And did you see those yeah. layups he was putting up on Jordan? Like Jordan's d'ing him up, and he just goes right at him and lays. I'm thinking he's gonna pass the ball. Not like Steve Nash layups, like like with a little nifty hand motion. No, it's like <clears throat> it's going up strong. Yeah, it's just like straightforward physical. Like, yeah, <laughs> fundamental. How, layup. how your dad teaches you in the driveway. And then Carmelone is just like hovering at the elbow, dude. So uh, Carl. Yeah, he's such a Carl. He's kind of, I heard an interview with him the other day, and he there he had a parakeet in the background, or like a talk. So are you talk, serious? I'm not familiar with all the different uh, yeah, we're breeds of bird talking podcast. birds. Uh, there are bird podcasts out there. We're not one of them. Yeah, this isn't an AV uh, podcast. But yeah, like that's another thing. Like Jordan spits on his pizza, believe that. Carl Malone has a talking bird, believe that. Believe right? that shit. That's a guarantee. You said it. I've never seen it, but I believe it immediately. You have to the, replace. The white guy, Paxson, with another white guy, Kerr. Kerr. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if this is out of line or not, but I'm going to say it. Uh, it's funny. Chances are it is. It's, it's ridiculous. I, funny is not a bad word. It's crazy to me that, like, what are we looking for in the guys replacing Paxson? Like, all these different characteristics. Like, hey, you know what? Michael's dad, brutally murdered. Oh, fuck you, dick. This guy in Phoenix. This guy, wherever Kerr was. Michael, his good dad player. Got murdered Six point seven a game. Four point two assists a game. He does not miss a three pointer. Shares in common with the greatest player in the world. A brutal murder of their father. Shot put for a three. Yeah, another great sign by Jerry Krause. Uh, the Caucasian goat, man whose father has been murdered. Like, and then they ask her after that. Like, and it really is crazy. Like, I I knew Kerr's dad was killed overseas. I always thought yeah. he was a soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is tough. I had never heard. I didn't. I didn't know anything about that until this documentary. It blew my mind. Yeah, it's it's wild to think that they ask her, "Did you ever talk about it with Jordan?" And I don't know no. why it's like surprising me, but he just said no. And then like that moment where when Kerr, you know, when Jordan hits Kerr and Kerr hits that shot, like just like Paxson, yeah, hit that shot. They somehow tie that back in, and it was like okay, I was okay with it. They tied it back into, like, Kerr's father dying and, like, Jordan trusting him because Kerr, like, spent a lot of time in the gym. It was just weird, and I was, like, good with it. It worked. Jordan loved the shit out of Steve Kerr. That much was very clear. I mean, who else could have got up on that podium? Punched him in the face, though. He did. 
But I mean, you oh, think, that was a good speech by Kerr at the podium. Yeah, too. that's what I was about to say, dude. He got gets up at the podium, makes some rips at Michael, a little and, one two to the body. Yeah. yeah, you think Michael's like? I'm thinking he's just gonna like stand there, stone faced, maybe crack a smile. He well, was dude, he looks dude. ridiculous in everything that he's wearing. Jordan does. Like, oh my god, uh, I don't even know where to begin with that. And it's like I guess the easy out is that's just you know the times, the nineties. That's, that's the nineties. Uh, no, I think like, Rodman. Dude, I think Rodman got to some him a people bit. look decent. Back there, they like for all the money in the world, bro. Like somebody should have been this year. Clown, just shrink the suits. Yeah, shrink the shrink the fits. Shrink the suits. Maybe wear some aviators or something. Not those uh, Vin Diesel goggles from uh, you know what's that? What's that big action movie he did back in the day? What's the big Vin Diesel action movie? Okay, all right, very dumb. What's the Vin Diesel movie that's not an action? You know the one with the crazy eyes. Alright, we'll we'll post it on the I definitely am not gonna remember the name Triple of this movie. X? No, not that should one. I start naming it was the people? other shitty one. This is great radio. Should I start naming No, people? you shouldn't. Let's move okay. on. Uh, but the goggles, they sucked. Also, back to Steve Kerr. I was asking this to my I was watching the thing with my mom, like I keep saying, did Does Steve Kerr have a flaw? Because I keep trying to find it, and he's the nicest guy I've ever seen. Well, I mean, you say that if you agree with Steve Kerr. Yeah. But like, and I do, I find myself agreeing with most of the things he says. And I'm talking about non-basketball things, which, you know, Steve Kerr talks about a lot. That's one of the things that kind of rubs me the wrong way, him and Popovich. And I get that I knew you were Kerr go comes from, this. well, dude, that's where I, that's I was going, where, I was going more surface level. It's not a flaw. It's, yeah. But like, that's kind of this, the thing that rubs me the wrong way, like, he just, like, and he's well-spoken on all of it, but so at the end of the day, you're a professional only at, you're only a pro yeah. at one thing, dude. Yeah. You get to be an expert at the one thing. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Like, and you he's can, so outspoken. I, I do get that. But, I mean, the guy's, like, good-looking into his 60s. Not fair. Uh, he's the career leader in three-point percentage. Not fair. Played on the greatest Played on the greatest of team of all time. Also won some championships with the Spurs, and Michael Jordan loves him. I don't buy it, dude. What you 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 trying to be a you know take over the world or something? I forgot Kerr played for Popovich. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever thought about that. That career arc is crazy, man. Two religions. Uh, Popovich somehow is going to continue that playoff streak. Yeah, no. I'm thinking about it just now. Like they're not going to miss. The obviously, playoffs. they didn't stand a chance, right? That like, the Spurs were way no. back. No, and they're gonna they're gonna draft a like a nugget in this next. Uh, in this next draft, they're going to find a jewel somehow, and they're going to be, they're going to find their Kawhi in a draft that sucks, and then they're going to be in the playoffs for the next 20 years. Yeah. Keep listening down the road for uh, more talk on San Antonio Spurs' future. Uh, anything else from Last Dance? For you, who's the top three players of all time? NBA, top three players. Top three time. players of all time. I'm going to go Jordan, LeBron, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's just right off the top of my head. I've done this list several times, but... Right now, post last dance, how I'm feeling, Jordan, LeBron, Kareem. And no one else is really in that category for me, personally. What about you? Yeah, I mean, I want to, like, it's, for me, it's Jordan, LeBron. And then, like, I want to do something creative with number three. What, like with MJ Bill Ru- or no, Bill Russell? No, like Russell or Will. Uh, I don't, I don't I ever saw- think of Magic in that tier. Like, I think of Magic. Like, I don't think of Bird. We weren't there, though. I can't put people, Bird in that. People say that Magic was better than his numbers, just like Bill Russell was better than his numbers. Like, but, he hey, just, like, look, at the end of the day, you, you have to be better than your numbers, and then your numbers also have to... Incredible. 
sorry. If you want to be in the top three of all time at anything, you got to be near flawless. I'm right there with you. Sorry, bro. I like, barely put great magic. story. You overcame AIDS. I get it. <laughs> I get it, bro. I barely put magic in the top ten. Nobody crucified me for that, but I barely do. I've I mean, seen I've yeah. seen Larry Bird go way too high lately. I know you're a big Celtics guy. Magic had the take on MJ versus LeBron, and look, I'm not going to pretend like our takes are legendary on Jordan versus LeBron. They're not, but it's like I think it's one of those things that is so talked about that we it kind of becomes like oh not this topic again, but like this is a legitimate. In my mind, this is a legitimate debate, and it's only gonna. LeBron's numbers are only going up. Here's here's what I will say about this, and somebody quoted it's this. Be like Tiger and Jack. Somebody actually said this in the documentary that Michael Jordan was the peak athlete. He was an elite athlete, but he was also an elite overachiever. And you, can you say the same thing about LeBron James that he's an elite overachiever? I don't know that you can. On the list of greatest of all time, somewhere on there is raw talent. How many rings you had? What points per game you had? You want to know, like, overachieving for me is, like, I'm not in the business of, like, measuring someone's overachieving. No, I mean, but what I'm saying is they, they hate, lifted themselves up. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't No, I mean, that's... Over if you're going to compare Michael and LeBron on that, that's not even close, I don't think. Like, like winning is the thing that matters more than right, anything. Right, I think right? Michael, like, clearly... That's what I mean by overachieving like, there. Yeah. And he, and he stayed one team the whole time, technically. Yeah, I mean... Technically? No, technically he didn't. He went to the, the Wizards. No, I mean, like, he won... Like, he didn't win... LeBron's won in multiple places. Yeah. That's a positive or a negative, but, like, after this last dance, like, clearly that's been shifted towards a positive that, Jor- yeah. that Jordan, like, lifted. Stayed for most of the... Yeah, and, like, there. like, players came to Jordan. Yeah. LeBron didn't... LeBron's not doing that. I don't know. I have, like... A take one or the other on that, but I, I just think the MJ versus LeBron, the take I hate the most, and Magic had this take, was you cannot separate, do, don't do that thing where you're like the best athlete of all time or the best raw basketball player of all time, LeBron James, but the greatest of all time is Michael Jordan. And it's like, you dude, hate you, that? Because well, I hate that. Yeah, you can't you can't separate best and greatest. What the fuck are you talking about, dude? Big D is gonna be so you mad at you. And it's like, dude, we're, now we're like, duh. Uh, <laughs> is is LeBron James a better athlete than Michael? Duh. Duh. Just yeah. look at a picture of them. Yeah, six nine can jump out the gym. Absolutely. Look at a picture of them. I mean, it's like, but does that matter? No. Ask Reggie Miller. I mean, like, you don't have to be the greatest athlete of all time to be the greatest player of all time and you can't separate it too because that's not the fucking question so magic get with it bro AIDS anything else last dance nah I'm so done talking about the last dance man and we will likely never talk about it again give us some more sports give us Tiger dude from Michael Jordan to the legit goat the other goat yeah Tiger Woods Tiger Tiger Woods y'all I can't wait Sunday May 24th so if you're listening to this on time on Saturday, May 23rd, uh, tomorrow, TNT, TBS, True TV, the Bleacher Report app, it'll be live streamed for free. None of that pay-per-view Dana White bullshit. Uh, lots of stuff that, like, if you're interested, if you're going to watch on Sunday, I, I suggest spending five to ten minutes just looking up how this thing is going to be played and the different prop bets and the different long drives. Like, there are several shots individual one-shot moments on this thing that are going to be worth 
at some spots almost a million dollars yeah. for on Ridiculous. one shot. Like so, uh, the money that the money these guys are throwing around is just nuts. yeah. The, them between themselves, that's going to happen on Sunday, and then all the money that's going to be floated around publicly betting on this thing uh, right now. Tiger Woods, Tom Brady, or Tiger Woods, Peyton Manning are the favorites. Um, the format to me though more uh, and they're slight favorites. Like I, it's not. Uh, significant who's, who's your money on I know you're gonna get to the format in a second but who's your money on I mean I'm, I like Tiger's my guy dude yeah so I mean Tiger's my guy if, if I if someone like pulled a prank on me and they and they bet a hundred bucks on someone not Tiger winning the Masters and I'm watching the Masters like there's no way in hell I'm rooting for someone besides Tiger like I'm rooting, even if you got the hundred dollars you win the I couldn't I couldn't do it I mean I might try but like I wouldn't be able to like make, fan, I wouldn't be able to make myself. I mean, dude, I'm not saying I'm the best fan. Some people say that I'm not. Uh, what do you What are you most excited? I mean, for me, I'm most excited to see the golf. Like I don't care about the banter and shit like that. But it is cool. Charles Barkley on the telecast. Justin Thomas walking the course with him. That's gonna be. Cool. I'm the exact opposite. I think the most interesting thing about all of this is anything that comes out of Peyton Manning's mouth. From all oh, shucks, I'm Peyton, dude. I, I don't know what it is about him. Just usually that corny kind of humor doesn't. It, he just tickles me. Dude, he gets me. You know that his shirt. There is not a chance in hell that that thing comes untucked even a little. Oh no, dude. That, I mean, there won't be a little sag around the belt. Nothing, dude. No He's frat boy. Such a dad. No now. frat boy looking in the back. Like you're not untucking in the back. This guy is going to be supremely tucked in, probably with like a nationwide. Uh, flat build trucker ad yeah. or something like that. They're all dads in the literal and the joking sense, but Peyton Manning is the biggest dad of all of them, dude. Yeah. And, and I can't wait to hear what comes out of his mouth. And, like, I think Brady is going to be Brady. Like, he's going to be... Brady's not going to be, like, uh, you know, like, pressured into, like, forced... Banner? Yeah, like, or, like, forced shit-talking and stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, Tiger and Phil might... And they might I can see Tiger caving to and, that. And and that's something that Tiger and Phil together have done for a long time, for twenty five years now. Nobody has taken advantage of their biggest quote unquote rival. Maybe Magic and Bird. They looked at each other and saw dollar signs in each other. Yeah. Phil and Tiger have capitalized on it. Tiger would have done it, I think, regardless. But Phil being there Phil plays it up. Man. I mean he has like Phil has forty four career wins. That's pretty absurd. I mean, now that's only half of what Tiger has. But, like, that's the only person that Tiger's been competing with. And it's a white guy. It's a lefty. Clean look. Uh, like, that's his thing. And then Tiger, the antithesis of that. Like, it, it, it's played so well for them. And they've made so much fucking money. People always say that if Tiger hadn't been there, that Phil would have won so much more. He do would you, have. Do you believe that? I would have. I, I do if because look- I think, like, you can't look at a guy finishing second and assume that without the guy in first place the guy in second wins because that ain't how it goes down you if you're down like if you're uh trailing by four strokes on the back nine on sunday you might end up finishing 30th because you tried to finish first instead of finishing yeah you know what i mean so like i think phil without tiger like if tiger was never born phil is, is obviously the golfer of the generation. Like, yeah. Like, he was going to be a can't miss no matter what, but, like, he came out, a lot of people don't the thing is, man, know that. Like, Phil came out long before Tiger. Yeah. He was already yeah, on the yeah, scene. Yeah. He won a tournament, Phil won a tournament as an amateur. A yeah. PGA Tour tournament. Yeah. 
my my argument against that is if you look back during that time, especially when Tiger was really, really blowing up, he was destroying people. Like, I mean, by like 10, 15 strokes in some cases. Yeah. And winning every other weekend, it seemed, and it seemed like they made, he made everybody else raise their level of play, you know, to another level, or else they're just going to get blown away. Yeah. People are, nobody's going to make any money. And Phil did that more than anyone else. So, I mean, most of Phil's success came after Tiger blew up, correct? You, you don't see till he didn't win a, a major. I mean, until much came, later. Like I feel like a lot of Phil's wins have not come at the expense of Tiger Woods. You know? yeah. In other words, it's not like. I mean, I don't know off the top of my head. I'm sure there's moments where Phil's came in first and Tiger's came in second. But when Phil, you know, lost all those times and all those even obscure now tournaments. A lot of the times, a guy at the top of the leaderboard is Tiger Woods, and that's gotta be like, it's gotta destroy, crushing you. to yeah. know that like you can't even convince yourself anymore that you're like, you're better than this guy. You're yeah. a pro athlete, and you can't even muster that confidence. But uh, that's what he does, dude. He snatches souls. That's what Tiger Woods does, and that's what I expect him to do on Sunday. Um, I, the format to me is gonna be awesome. I think the front nine uh, is gonna be match play. Okay, best ball between the two the two teams. So I envision and Brady and Manning will each get one stroke. They will each get one stroke on three different holes on the front. Gives them a fighting chance. So if they, you know, if they card a par and Woods or the other team cards a par as well, you might get that stroke. You see what I mean? So like you might get that that hole. But I envision it's gonna. I imagine it's gonna be Tiger versus Phil, pretty much match play, straight up. Front nine, like it's going to be yes. mostly their shots and their. So how much does do? I think one of the best should, is how much will Tom and you know Peyton come into play during this whole thing. And, and I'm sure that's one of the prop bets. There's a bunch of them. Um, I'm thinking about throwing down a little coin on plus fifty thousand for a hole in one. Ooh. At any point. Plus fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. You bet a hundred. That means you bet a hundred dollars, you win fifty thousand. Correct. I'm, yeah, I'm with you. I'll ride with you on that so, one. So, $50 each? Uh, well, no, I mean, it's like, you, you, I, that's not going to happen. Like, they're not going to get a hole in one, but it's almost like you can, if you don't and you even saw it for a split second and considered it, you'll you'll just punch yourself in the face every day for oh, the rest man. of your life. It'd be terrible. Um, I think the back nine is going to be stupid. For instance... On the back nine in this altern- alternating shot, Spencer, I can imagine something like this happening. Tiger hits a good drive a long way, but it's in the rough, okay? Uh, Peyton hits one straight up in the air, goes 170, it's in the fairway. Okay, so now it's an alternating shot. So which shot do they take? Whoever shot they take on the drive, it's now the other person's turn to shoot. So if they take Peyton's drive, now it's Tiger, Tiger with the three wood in instead of Peyton with the five iron out of the rough even though it's 110 yards further up or something you know what i mean those are going to be the decisions and that's going to be really freaking that's really weird. interesting it's going to be really weird dude. there's a lot of game gamesmanship going to go into that yeah it's going to be crazy i know i know phil and tiger have been you know looking into these rules and figuring out how you got to take tiger out of the fairway you got to i mean like it's going to be depending on what hole it is and like everything else and what hole comes next. Like, 
Right. But if they're all four driving, which they are, they're all four driving on every hole, that's good. The, alter, the pure alternating shot would go from hole to hole. Yeah. Meaning the guy that tapped in the previous hole before doesn't drive the next hole. I would think if it's a par four, you take... But it's just shit like that. It's yeah. going to be cool to watch and it's going to be like... It's enough weird without... But it's still golf. Yeah. But like you want to use as many of Tiger's shots as you possibly could. Yeah. No, you know what I mean? Like, um, I pray that it's not like tied after nine. Oh, God. Like I what, need someone... The... I, I need at least one or two lead changes. Can we get that? I can't have a team go two holes up on the, on the first three holes and then win two holes. At the end. So it like, just, yeah, it just, just hovers the entire yeah, time. I can't have that. And that's that, what it that's seems to of, be. That's what match play is often. It is. Know? And I think that's what this alternating thing is going to be. So it's like you almost at some point on seven, eight, and nine, you might cut your losses and, and start trying to tie these holes and get yourself to hole 10. Yeah. To this alternating shot. Um, I, I think. That's uh, going to be crazy, man. It's going to be I fun, can't, dude. I can't wait for it. I'm so excited to be excited for a thing. Ricky Fowler and them last week. Like we said, dude, that was a nice little appetizer, uh, a nice little cup of tea, dude. But this, this is a cup of Joe. This is the whole enchilada, a uh, cup of warm Joe. Uh, so for you, like you're not like Tiger guy like me. I like I like Tiger a lot. I was really happy when he won the Masters. Are you? No, I'm are not you Tiger undi- guy like, you. like you're, are you? If I had to say, could you bet on gr- Phil tomorrow? Or yeah, I could absolutely. Growing, my dad doesn't really like Tiger. He likes Tiger. He's like in awe of Tiger, that but he doesn't sense. like. He That's doesn't what like. I have in our podcast. In my podcast notes, yeah, Phil guys. I know a Phil guy a mile away. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't know what it means. I'm not saying anything more, but I Phil guys. You know them when you see them. Guys that are fans of Phil Mickelson don't look a certain way. Period. They're not a certain age. They're not young. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And yeah. 99% of those Phil Mickelson fans, guess who's their favorite golfer of all time? Jack. Jack. Nickel. And guess why that is? Because they don't so much like Phil. They just can't stop hating Tiger. Yep. And he cannot stop winning. 82 times, my dude. It just eats them alive, man. It. My dad, not so much, but... My dad's one of those dudes where it's like he says it through gritted teeth. Like he's like, well. Because Tiger was like really was good. not a good person. Yeah. And you That's could, the other thing. You yeah, could yeah, like yeah. shape it however you want by no way of shaping a human being. He was a terrible person any way you look at it. No matter what your standards are. I think since then he's been Michael Vick-esque and basically flawless after that. You gotta be. I mean, does he? I guess you could double down. He, I'm just saying. Trying like, to be John Daly? I, he... He's bulletproof, I would think. Yeah, I mean, Michael was. Jesus. He, like, I'm knocking on wood with everything I own. Tiger Woods could not get coronavirus. No <laughs> fucking chance. <laughs> coronavirus would land on his skin and he'd just flick like it Like, right Michael off. Jordan's not getting coronavirus. Yeah, that, like, that ain't, it happening. ain't happening, friend. Patrick Ewing, I saw today, was diagnosed with it. Sad stuff. That is sad. Fits the narrative. Lost in seven. A bunch of times. Lost in Serative. Oh, man. The last dance. That's so dark. The last dance. <laughs> Horace Grant's actually the one that told us that. I actually... Horace Grant leaked that to us. I actually hate Patrick Ewing now because he got our uh, our guy out of town. Our guy, Mac McClung. Mac McClung, dude, is a legend. We're going to talk about that and a shit ton of other things. 
on next week's podcast. Obviously, we'll recap Tiger Woods. Mac McClung, if you haven't seen his high school dunking tapes, sophomore, Jimmy Fredette-esque player. They're worth a toilet watch for sure. He's in the transfer portal now. If you got five minutes, you know, you're on the can, maybe, you know, got away from your cubicle for a second, look up Mac McClung. It's it's worth the watch. Uh, Who knows what will happen between now and the next episode. Uh, Obviously, there's not a lot of sports to talk about, so we have no idea what we're going to be talking about next, but chances are it's something that we have no idea about right now, which is kind of exciting. I think I'm reaching a little bit. all right. Anything else? Uh, well, real quick, uh, I wanted to thank everybody that's come forward and told me and Travis they love the podcast. It means a lot to us, and uh, we're happy to be doing this still. Yeah. So that's that's it for me. Yeah, I'm glad everyone's listening. Um, you guys could really show your support. Uh, email, follow. Five stars. Five stars. Stars, five stars. Five baby. stars only. Um, anytime you want to get in touch with us and find out our Venmo info, if you want to support the show, oh please, let us know, dude. Your we boys will, hurt. We will contact you immediately. Um, all right, Tiger, next episode, hopefully we'll start talking about more baseball. Um, Tiger's going to beat Phil on Sunday, and I cannot wait to watch it. I'm going to beat you on the golf course Oh, man, I'm going to beat you by five strokes, dude. I'm making up every single stroke that you beat me by last time, and I'm coming back. Actually, I'm going to make it six. I'm well, be one up on the, thir- the 36-hole playoff. Who knows what will happen on the golf course tomorrow? We all know, we do know that everyone will beat Brian. Uh yeah. Until then, guys, stay safe. Wash your hands, you filthy animals. Peace.